And it's crazy because I remember when we did a show a couple of shows ago. It was a couple months ago, to be honest with you. And our topic was who is more likely to eclipse Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point record? Obviously, we don't think that we are going to see that in our lifetime, but most people didn't think that Kareem Abdul Jabbar's scoring record could be eclipsed, and it was with LeBron James. So, what I learned is never say never. Okay. Um, yes, you could become the president of the United States. Donald Trump did. Okay. And Joe Biden, brain dead Biden did. So, never say never. Right. And it's funny because when I reflect back to that topic about Wilt Chamberlain's record and who in today's NBA could potentially defeat that record, we threw out a lot of names right on this show. It was about four of us. We threw out Kevin Durant, SGA. Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, Luka Dantich. We even threw out Mitchell. But after last night, 71-point outing for my guy, Damian Leonard, I said to myself, Lil, damn it, you missed one. You didn't even bring him up. Nobody brought him up as an honorable mention to do that. And we all know Damian Leonard, he's lethal at the three-point line. His range is half court. His range is all over. Okay, he scores buckets and bunches. When you talk about the Trailblazers and their playoff seating right now, they're going to have to scrap out of the playing dangerous tournament, okay, with all these dangerous teams that potentially is going to be in the playing tournament. So you're going to need performances like this from Dame on a consistent basis. So the fact that I even bring this brother name up, not even as an honorable mention, I have to mention it right now because it went down last night. And to answer the question off the rip before I pass the mic to Zay, Yes, he is the most underappreciated star in the NBA, as you see at the bottom of your screen. Because when you think about it, loyalty is something that goes under the radar in this ring culture of the NBA, where guys are scrapping to create monumental super teams because of the expectations that's put on these guys when they graduate from college and go on to the NBA. You are nothing without a ring. And loyalty is something that this society needs today, right? You could go philosophical with that. You can stay in sports with that. But loyalty is something that should not be neglected but should be respected, okay? And let's not act like Dame ain't good at basketball. Forget the loyalty. I'll come back to that in a minute. Let's not act like this cat is not good at basketball. When we're watching the All-Star games, he's one of the best players on the, on the court, literally, okay? I saw him sent home PG. 13, okay? And I see him send home Russell Westbrook. I seen him send home a lot of greats as well, okay? He did that. I remember in the bubble, we had to scrap to get out of the, the, the um bubble to get into the playoffs. I remember that. 40-point games, 40-point games, he did all that. So, yes, to me, he's underappreciated. Loyalty should not be overlooked in today's NBA ring culture. It needs to be Remember, and his career should not be defined by the NBA ring culture. Okay, this guy's a stud. He's loyal, and I agree with him. If he takes this Trailblazers team to the chip, he's a top 10 player of all time. Yeah, I said it on this mic right now. He's right. He better not win a chip in Portland. Because if he do, that'd be better than anything LeBron James did. I said it. Oh, yeah, we getting hot today. I got the water today. Okay, it's going to be better. Then with a lot of y'all guys who y'all mentioned in the top 10 ever did, 
okay? Especially when you consider the climax of today's NBA, all right? I don't care if the front office traded for another superstar that put them over the top. He stayed loyal to the franchise that drafted him. If he win a chip, I don't care who he win a chip with. If it's in Portland, this guy's a top 10 player of all time. And yes, he's the most underappreciated star in the NBA. Um, You know, to answer the question off the rip, he is the most underappreciated star in the NBA. But for reasons being um, the NBA, or at least the people who vote people in for the NBA, the awards, uh, don't recognize what he does for Portland doesn't recognize the talent he possesses in the Trailblazers, in that Trailblazers uniform, his ability to score at high rates. I remember years ago I had a hot take that said Damian Lillard um, is a better scorer than Kevin Durant because he doesn't have the same advantages Kevin Durant has as seven foot and be able to take advantage of a mismatch. Damian Lillard is essentially the mismatch on the court, but his talent is surpassed so many others, even the elite defenders, that he's able to score at high levels, levels that you came and see other guys do. Um the reason why he's an underrated, underappreciated uh, star is because he was never top three, I believe, top three or top four in MVP voting. Um, he got snubbed for a lot of All-Stars. He got snubbed for a couple of All-NBA teams. Um, but the reason that he's underappreciated is because of his stubbornness, his reluctance to not leave the Portland Trailblazers despite them mistreating him every step of the way, not giving him the proper players. The only thing Portland has done is take guys like C.J. McCollum and Anthony Simons from playing the bench for two, three seasons and putting them in a starting role. And then they started averaging 25, 30 points a game because they're already talented. You're just not giving Dame the assets he needs to win games. You, you haven't acquired a star for him, a, a star player, a star caliber player um, in that in that rotation since he's been there. You haven't acquired anybody. You haven't given him the coaches he wanted since he's been there. You had him get Terry, Terry Stotts. Then after when he wanted to get Jason Kidd, Y'all railroaded Jason Kidd by bringing up all his old stuff and then brought in Chauncey Billups um, as their head coach when he really wanted Jason Kidd as their head coach. Um, they Portland Trailblazers, the organization has not done their due diligence to put around a team, around a team around Damian Lillard for them to compete for an NBA championship. So it's no longer about um, Dame bringing a championship to Portland. Now it's about Dame winning a championship, period. He's getting up there in age. He's not getting any younger. And his loyalty is showing the abuse that Portland has given him year in and year out by not giving him anything and forcing him to do everything himself. What time? At what time is Damian Lillard going to go to that office and say, "I'm out of here. I need a trade because it's too much." You know, you're giving him all this money, fifty-five million a year, sixty million, a year, whatever his contract is, but you're not helping the team get better. You're not helping the team win games. You're not putting him in positions to win games. So what? So where can we say that Damian Lillard's loyalty is a is a bonus? It's not. It's not a good look, especially not for his career. You know, we, everyone talks about oh, we need loyalty. You know, we stick stick with the people that you were at day one, even if they keep you in the mud, even if they keep you stagnant, even if they keep you that you can't propel to the to the promised land that you was. Oh, don't worry about it. You know, it don't matter. You don't have to get to where you want to get to because you're loyal. That's the that's the message we're sending right now with Damian Lillard staying with the Portland Trailblazers this long. Listen, I think it is time for him to move on. That 71-point game was magical. But you know what would have been more magical? A 71-point game with a chance to make the playoffs because he's still two to three games out of the play-in. He's out of the play. He's not even in contention for the play-in right now. And that is disgusting to see with the stature of um talent that Damian Lillard is. He's one of the more talented players in the NBA. Arguably, you could argue top five most talented players in the NBA if you really want to go down to the nooks and crannies. So it's upsetting to see performances like this 
essentially go to waste when he's not competing for anything but going to Cancun at the end of the season. I mean, look, I respectfully disagree with how you ended off your take. You know, like I said before, when you talk about these low market teams, they're not in the best, easiest predicament to surround superstar players with elite level talent to compete. When you talk about elite level talent, guys that will take you over the top, you know, they don't even want to play in places like Portland and um, other, you know, big market places. That's where they flock to. We have to realize, and I realized this from the get-go, that yes, when you look at the Wizards and what they try to acquire to surround Bradley Bill with talent, when you talk about the Trailblazers and what they've done to try to surround Dane with talent, even Luka, before they made the move for Kyrie Irving, they tried. It just didn't work out. So when you have cards that are dealt to you, you just got to play with those cards and you got to mix and match different guys, different lineups, different skill sets. And sometimes it's not going to work. L.A., Brooklyn, I'm going to say New York because nobody come to New York. Nobody want to deal with that pressure. Miami, these are places that are advantages for guys that, all right, free agency, I want to go there. Oh, I got no trade clause. I'm not waving my trade clause nowhere else but Miami, L.A. We got to realize that. When guys like Anthony Davis want to be traded, Portland had no shot. I want to go to L.A. So guess what? You don't sign me because I'm going to be a free agent next year. I'm going to go to L.A. Kevin Durant, right? You could argue Kevin Durant, Brooklyn should not even have, you know, catered to his needs and where he wanted to go. He was signed. He just signed the contract for the next four years, locked down. But they still catered to his wishes so often that they did when he was on the team before he quit. Always catering to him. He didn't say, I want to go to Portland and help Dame out. And I said it before, Kevin Durant on the Portland Trailblazers would have been good for Damian Litter because that's a guy that could have probably took them over the top. But he didn't want to go there. So if I'm going to criticize low-market franchises for trying in their best interest, okay, trying to surround Dame with as much talent as they can afford, then I got to cut them some slack. It's not easy. I'll be a fool to say it is easy. Okay, we may know what to do. They may not know. They may can't afford it. There's a lot of variables that go into that. But I will say this about Dame. And the win culture that everybody's promoting is not promoting loyalty. Okay? i tell you this, Dame. Right now, and you could disagree with me. I'll send you the mic after I, I say this take, right? Kevin Durant, Dame. A lot of people is going to say Kevin Durant is top 10 all time because of his gifts, because of his talent. Um, you could argue Kevin Durant is a better basketball player than Damian Litter. That's fine. But as far as legacy, when we remember you 15, 20 years from now, I don't think Kevin Durant got a legacy. In fact, I think Damian Litter has a better legacy than Kevin Durant. Because say what you want about his chips. He joined a 73-win Warriors team, right, that beat him. The same team that got in the way of Damian Litter winning a couple chips. Okay, he decided to join that team. That 73-win team. Dame didn't do that. He did to win chips, and that was the only chips he won. And then he go to Brooklyn, right? Oh, I want to create my own environment. I like what you're building here. I like the culture. He ruined the culture. And now he's going to the Suns, a team that he wanted to go to because he always liked to jump ship and jump on a new big trend. Just like the sneakers that be coming out week after week, everybody want to get the latest sneakers? That's Kevin Durant when it comes to the NBA team. Every time you see somebody building up something, he want to join it. We got these daggone trade requests. It's going rampant. It's out of control. So we have to, 
And we have a problem with super teams. And I'm not sure where you stand on that. But I'm pretty sure from what I heard, a lot of people and talking to people and dialoguing about the NBA, they hated the super team era. You cannot walk the thin line and say, I hate super teams, but you need to go and win a championship. You can't do that. You look like a fool. Oh, I hate the super team. I'm tired of seeing the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Warriors every single year. Oh, but you need to go out and get you a chip. How could you juggle the two? You can't. You're stupid. If you really think about it from that perspective, you're making yourself look unlogical. So, yeah, I'm not going to penalize Dame for being loyal. We may question some of the moves that the Trailblazers has made. We can question their direction with Dame going forward. But until Dame says, I want out, I'm going to ride with Dame and his loyalty in Portland. Um, you know, I, I, I disagree with the legacy part because I think when you talk about Kevin Durant, he won an MVP prior to chasing those rings and, you know, prior to going to the Golden State Warriors when he signed over there. Um, like I said, Dame. So the what is your legacy of Kevin Durant? When you think of Kevin Durant, what is his legacy? His legacy was um taking over in, in uh, OKC, you know, those 32 point games, 33 point games when he had that MVP year, you know, then afterwards, the Golden State, for me, the Golden State era wasn't my legacy for Kevin Durant because I still don't cater those championships to him i always said steph curry being who he was was the reason the golden state warriors won those championships i still to this day say that it's not a oh i think kevin durant escalated them to winning those chips because steph curry won a ring before him it was never a kevin durant thing steph curry won a ring after him it was never a, a kevin durant this or that I, I see kevin durant as an elite scorer but people if you think of kevin durant as Anything outside of an elite scorer, he's his all-around package. That's that's what I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think Kevin Durant is an all-around package. He's an elite scorer, and he could take a team that needs an elite scorer to the next level if they that's what they need. An elite scorer, Kevin Durant takes you to the next level. If you're looking for Kevin Durant to be the best defender on your team, good luck with that. If you think he needs to be the, the best facilitator on a team, good luck with that. I don't see Kevin Durant being the all-around guy for any team in the NBA because that's not what his skill set is. His skill set is you need a bucket, he'll get you that completely utterly he'll get you that bucket outside of getting you that bucket everything else is not superior it's not like super super star status like he's not absolutely and do you think and i agree with that like i said i can't i was thinking about this way before this topic even presented itself and before i made the comparison i was saying to myself long time i cannot see what kevin durant legacy is like i can't see at least with jordan you could say his legacy is that he probably was the greatest basketball player of all time LeBron James, you could argue that same exact thing. Kobe Bryant, you could argue that he bought, you know, this, this Mamba mentality to the game. He never quit. Fourth quarter, I'm taking that shot. That's his legacy right there. But when I look at Kevin Durant, I don't have a legacy for him. Like, I just don't. Like, he, yeah, he's a good basketball player. We know that. There's thousands of good basketball players who ever played the game throughout the whole entirety of the NBA. Okay, but when I look at Kevin Durant, I need more than that. And we're going to consider you top 10 of all time. I need more than just saying, okay, you know, well, he was a, you know, prolific scorer. Nobody could stop him. He's a marksman. Like, nah, that don't cut it. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Dame's legacy could be gifted in loyalty. In today's modern day NBA, where loyalty is in the back seat, okay, and the ring culture, it doesn't promote loyalty. It promotes guys leaving. LeBron James leaving. You know, Kevin Durant leaving. Loyalty can be a legacy. Now, you can say, Lil. Chips and, and loyalty, which one are you taking? Of course, I'm going to take the chips. But that's not to say that loyalty should not be in its own separate entity of legacy. 
I don't disagree with that, right? And I'm and I'm when I say I want a Dame to see when it go after a championship, I'm not saying go to a super team. I'm not saying go join the Clippers or go join a team that has a multiple stars. He had the opportunity to join a team that desperately needed a point guard. And everyone knows where I'm going with this. If you know, if you've seen the show, you know where I'm going with this. Damian Lillard had the opportunity to ask for a trade to the New York Knicks when they desperately needed a point guard. He would have been the savior of, of a dying franchise, a franchise that's devoid of a championship since the 70s and took took over there. Now, that's not saying you're going to a super team. That's not saying you're still going to a team that still has pieces to build around. I'm not saying go around a team that has nothing but stars and you go and add just another star to make this constellation. I'm saying you could have moved to a different um place that had better role players, that had players that better fit the needs that you're looking for. Portland has yet to uh, provide this man with a proper center who's healthy because Nurkic is hurt and they keep paying this man $20 million, $25 million a year to sit on the injury re- on reports. You got guys like Jeremy Jeremiah Grant, who's also an injury riddled, but he's a high-volume scorer. His whole career it was about going to places where he could just score the basketball. He left the Denver Nuggets, who were winning, so he could go to the Detroit Pistons so he could be the number one scorer on that team. So it's like you, you, you got to put around guys who are going to fit Damian Lillard's needs. When they had C.J. McCollum, him and C.J. were one and two. But guess what? They had no defenders. They had no rebounders. They had nothing interior or perimeter defenders at all. So they was getting cooked every other night. And C.J. and Dame had to put up 30, 40-point games. But it didn't matter because the team is not fit well for what their skill set shows. Damian Lillard has shown has shown us he's capable of taking the, like the bare minimum to the playoffs. And we respect that. We appreciate that. And that's why we love Damian Lillard, but his own stubbornness is getting in the way of his own success because he wants to stay loyal to a team that's not treating him to the best of his capabilities and to get him where he wants to go, which is an NBA championship. Portland is not going to do that for him, and we've seen that time and time again. No matter when they sell the team, if they keep the same owners, change the GMs, they're not going to provide him with the resources needed for him to be successful in Portland. He said he wants a ring. It can't be in Portland. It's not going to be because they're not trying to provide him with what they what he needs. It's crazy because uh, the amount of people, when they hear themselves talk about, you know, win culture, super teams, and wanting players to win chips, right? Because you can argue that the players that the general consensus want to see win a championship, the two top players that I can think of that haven't won yet, that they want to see win, is Dame and CP3, right? Now, when you look at LeBron James and Kevin Durant, obviously. LeBron James, we know his greatness, right? His greatness is not really defined by the rings. I don't really consider the rings. The only ring that I really consider LeBron James where he earned a fair share of respect from me was when he took Cleveland, a team he was drafted from, right? He was drafted by Cleveland. He took them over the Warriors who won 73 games. That was his most valuable chip. Why is that? Because he came back to Cleveland and did something that was never been done, that hadn't been done. That's why that chip stands above the chips that he won in Miami. You could argue Miami LeBron was the best LeBron, right? You could argue that. That's why that chip meant more than that. That's why that chip meant more than what he won in L.A. It was because he took that Cleveland team and beat that Warriors 73-win basketball team and did something that was never been done. People respect the grind. People respect the hustle. That's why Kevin Durant has no legacy right now. Because people is looking at him like, yo, you joined the 73 win Warriors team. You wasn't clapping LeBron James. You wasn't shooting in front of LeBron James in the finals like that when you was on OKC. You wasn't doing none of that. 
is because of the system allowed you the freedom to do that because you had Steph and Clay on the opposite ends. That's why you was able to, to have the wherewithal and the guts to pull up in front of LeBron James twice in back-to-back finals and send him packing. People respect the grind and the hustle. That's why Damian Lillard is saying, listen, if I win a chip and we can say it's unlikely, but we don't know, like I said, how I started off the show, never say never. If he wins a chip in Portland, what he's saying is y'all better not see that because that's going to be better than anything LeBron James did as far as chips, anything Kevin Durant did as far as chips, and that's going to prepare him in a different stratosphere. It really is. I want to ask you one question before we before we go into the next topic. You know, Damian Lillard, I said it, I said it during one of my takes um, earlier today, um, but I want to know wait, from your perspective. At what point does Damian Lillard, should Damian Lillard say, "All right, it's it's done here," or should he pull the Reggie Miller and end his career in Portland, hoping that they figure it out, they change something, and get him to where he needs, and that's the promised land? I'll say when the Portland Trailblazers stop trying, when they stop trying to build around Damian Lillard. Right now, they're trying. You made very valid points, right? Even though I disagree with the premise, you made valid points. Some of the moves they made didn't fit well with Dame, but that doesn't mean they didn't try. So when they stop trying to build around Dame, more than likely, it's going to be the franchise. I will see in the future that the franchise is going to say, you know what, Dame, we should trade you. Not because we want to be unloyal to you, but because we care about you and we want you. You did. You gave us all you had. You put your all into Portland. So because we are stopped. We can't do nothing with this roster, right? I'm going to trade you in the best interest of you so you can win a chip somewhere else. And you tell me where you want to go, and I'll try to make that deal for you. So I think it's going to come to that before it comes to anything else because Dame is that type of guy that's loyal. And now it's personal. I understand how Dame feel in a way, even though I don't play the sport of basketball, but I understand how he feels because I'm that same way. Like when we have things harder in life, then the average Joe, and we have to come up from the mud, from the trenches to get to where we are, we kind of feel boxed into a point where we're trying to prove something. We're trying to prove that we can do this on our own because we've been doing it on our own. Dane wasn't the highly regarded prospect LeBron James was. So when you box him in and you say, oh, chip, 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 now he feels it's his duty to say, you know what? I'm going to represent loyalty in the NBA while everybody's chasing rings, and I'm going to do things my way. Now, the media has a way of breaking you down, okay, with all the pressure that it puts on you. But so far, Dame is keeping up the fight. And when you have a 71-point night, it's only going to fuel his ammunition to go stronger even more and try to get this team into the playoffs.